Hey there, friend. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share something really special with you. If you are tired of feeling stuck in the wine trap and ready to reclaim your freedom, I've got just the thing. This is my free seven easiest quit tips guide. And inside, you're going to find simple, actionable tips to kickstart your journey to sobriety and discover the joy of living alcohol-free. It really is joyous. So if you're curious about how easy it can be to break free from the cycle of drinking, just head over to vibewithstephanie.com slash guide to grab your copy today. You're not alone on this journey. It's a lot easier than you think, especially with this seven easy quit tips guide. Go grab it now and then get comfy and settled in for our coming up episode. Hey, welcome back to the Glow Big Podcast. It's Stephanie, your host, and I want to talk today about the 10 signs that you may need to take a break from alcohol. I'm also going to do a meditation at the end that's going to help you imagine your life without alcohol for 31 days. And it is so great to be able to visualize this stuff because if you can't visualize it, it's not going to happen. So you got to have a little bit of a picture or a movie in your head, and I'm going to create that for you. So please stay till the end and join me for our meditation. You've probably felt a nudge here and there, and you've probably wondered if it's time to take a little break. And I wondered the same thing long before I quit, probably for 10 years or more. I wondered, should I take a break? And I was like, no, nah, I don't really want to. And so I didn't. I never was able to do a 75 hard. I was never able to do dry January or sober October or no booze November. I could barely make it three days. But I was in denial and I had nobody to tell me otherwise. So I'm going to give you just some signs and some clues and you can use, write these down on a piece of paper. And if they apply to you, then maybe you should take a little break. All right. We have morning regrets. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm literally all of these I'm going to I'm going to have a story for. So you wake up and you feel regretful from last night's party or last night's conversation or last night's anything. If you wake up in the morning and you regret the night before, it might be a time to take a little break from alcohol because normal people or normal drinkers don't usually make mistakes that they regret when they're drinking. I know a couple of normal drinkers, and it's annoying, but they can have some wine. They can have a couple or three glasses of wine and not slur or say anything stupid or do anything regretful. But if you are and you wake up like, why did I do that again? Then maybe it's time to take a little break. So number one is morning regrets. Number two is loss of control. If you used to be able to stop at a drink or two, but lately it's more like you drink the whole bottle, that is a sign that you need to take a break and reevaluate your relationship with alcohol. It's not the end of the world. I don't want you to stress about it because I know a lot of the women that I coach stress that they're drinking one bottle or more in one sitting. And it's alcohol's job. It's a progressive situation. It's not something for you to feel bad about, but it is something to take a look at. So number two, loss of control. If you say you're going to moderate, you say you're only going to have one or two and you end up drinking the whole bottle, that's loss of control. Number three, neglected responsibilities. This one hurts my heart a little bit. If you're missing work deadlines or skipping out on family stuff because of alcohol, it's time to check yourself. But for me, neglected responsibilities even just means not having the patience for the people around me when I'm hungover or waiting for my next drink or drinking. Neglecting responsibilities to me means not being 
very present in in my role as a mommy or as a boss or as a self-employed person who's trying to keep my life together. I have responsibilities. And when I'm drinking, I can't focus. I can't think. Nothing is really as important as the alcohol. So that's number three. If you're neglecting responsibilities, if that pile of bills is sitting there, if the laundry is still sitting there, I could not have chickens. There's no way that I could have chickens if I were still drinking because those are a responsibility. I got to feed them. I got to make sure there's water all the time. I got to make sure they're not fighting. Find the eggs every day. Got to clean out the thing, especially if it rains. And it's a lot. It's like having kids or a job. It's a lot of responsibility. So if you're neglecting those things, it might be time to take a little break. Number four, physical health issues. Hangovers used to be kind of annoying, right? But now it's so often. And if your liver or your tummy or your side hurts, that's a health issue that's probably brought on by inflammation, which is probably brought on by your drinking. For so long, I would have this pain in my back or pain in my side. And I just didn't know what it was and just in denial, the queen of denial. I mean, I always had a little bit of a nudge that this is probably from my drinking. I would make jokes about it like, oh, my liver is going to fall out. No, it literally will. (laughs) It literally might fall out. Like you have to let the red flag be the red flag for you. If you're having health issues, it's probably related. I don't want to hear about like I have a, a coaching client who's like, I'm not sleeping at night or I'm sweating at night or I've got anxiety. And she chalked all of that up to menopause. Maybe, but Once she stopped drinking for 40 days, she was like, oh, I don't have any of those problems anymore. So take a look at the physical health issues. Number four, if you've got them, take a break from alcohol and see if they go away. You might be pleasantly surprised. I know that I was. And just a side note, your liver can heal within 30 days of quitting drinking if it's not like way too far gone. And even some people are miracles and some people do heal in in that amount of time if they were too far gone. But for the most part, if you do not have cirrhosis of the liver, you can take a 30-day break and your brain and your liver is going to heal itself and you will feel like a million bucks. Number five, if your relationships are strained, you might need to take a break from alcohol. So my husband would give me this side eye or make jokes or like I would pour this big bottle of Merlot into a glass and he would say glug 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 like he would say that because he could hear the glugging sound of the it was so embarrassing but it made me angry at him not me so if they're giving you a side eye there's a reason for it because i think for the most part our husbands would probably wish we could drink normally and you know have a glass of wine here and there but we can't and if you're listening to this then you know you probably shouldn't be drinking or should slow down. So when they start looking at us about our drinking, it's not a good look. And we should take a deep breath and think about whether we should quit. Or if your kid or your mom says, oh, you're drinking again. Oh, you're drinking tonight. Take that as a clue. Number six, if you're hiding your drinking. All right, this is obviously a no brainer, but Some people hide it differently than others. Like for me, I wasn't so much hiding bottles and sneaking like I know some of my clients do or did, but I was like hiding the amount. So for that glug, 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 when I was pouring it like that, I would try and like make it less loud so he wouldn't catch me pouring it. Or you might be flat out hiding bottles. Like I have ladies who a certain time of week have to sneak out their bottles 
so that their husband doesn't hear it so they can get them all out of the house at one time or some of them find a bottle from last month that they didn't remember that they hid there. If you're hiding, let me just say right now, don't have any shame for that because this is a progressive drug. This is exactly where alcohol wanted you to be from the start. It just takes a moment for it to pick up speed like this. But if you're hiding bottles, there's nothing wrong with you. That's not to say, oh, keep doing it. There's nothing wrong. You, we do have a problem, but I don't want you to feel shame around it. I don't think you need a label. I don't think you need to go to rehab. I think you need to stop and take my word for it. And if you're hiding your drinking, there's a problem that could very well be solved in just a 31-day break from alcohol. 30-day rethinking, reframing, retraining your brain about how to feel about alcohol. It can be turned around. I did it. You can do it. I have coaching clients. They did it and you can do it. Number seven, drinking alone. All right. Now, this one is a fine line because the majority of the women I speak to drink alone. That's just where we're at now. We don't really go to parties that much. Maybe this was what happened with COVID. We don't really party that much anymore. We don't even like going out that late to begin with. We're afraid to be driving because we're drinking probably at five o'clock already. So if you're just drinking alone because it saves a lot of drama and trouble and Ubers and driving drunk and all the things, that's a problem. People that don't have a problem drinking don't drink alone. They don't. People that don't have a problem drinking do not drink alone. That is that is for us to hold. People with drinking problems are the ones that would prefer just to stay in and drink and keep everybody out of our hair and keep us out of trouble for the most part. So number seven, if you're drinking alone, you might want to take a look at your drinking. Number eight, increased tolerance. I hear people say all the time, and I was the same way, well, I can drink like a bottle and a half sometimes and not get wasted. That's because your body is becoming immune to the poison and you need more and more to feel anything at all. And that's not a good thing. That's not something to be proud of at all. It's actually harming your body a lot and you're just dousing it in poison. So if you're able to drink more and not get as wasted, that's a problem. Number nine, loss of interest. Hobbies that used to light you up, they're all gathering dust now because drinking takes center stage. Even just reading books, even if that's your hobby, it's really hard to read when you're drinking. It's really hard to read, number one, and then retain, number two. So you'll sit in front of the Netflix and zone out and barely remember what you watched the night before and lose your interest in fun things. And I did the same, like not a lot made me happy unless I was drinking. That was my hobby. So if you're losing interest in your hobbies, it's time to take a look at your alcohol relationship. And finally, number 10, failed attempts to cut down. So if you've tried to cut back, you couldn't make it past the three days, you couldn't do 75 hard, sober October, dry January, whatever it was. If you tried, if you said, I'm not going to drink except only on Fridays, and you failed at that, it's okay. But that means you have a problem. And it's not in my book. Once you get into my world, you'll know that that's not a failure. That's the job of alcohol. What it really is, is a learning experience. If you've tried to cut back and you can't, there's a bigger problem. And it might mean you may need to take a look into your relationship with alcohol. Because as I've mentioned, it is progressive. So if you can't moderate now, there's very little chance that you'll be able to moderate later. But some do. Some do, but I don't promise that. But what I do promise is that if you take a 31-day break from alcohol in the month of October with me and my free 
Sober October Challenge is a free one and a paid one. A group we meet every week and we talk and you get workbooks and it's in-depth and I'm helping you every single week personally. That's the group one. The free one is fun and cute and I give you tips and it's daily inspiration and things like that. So there's two, whichever one you choose. I can promise that you'll have a better idea of what alcohol means to you, where it should be in your life. I can promise that you'll have a better understanding. I can promise that you'll love yourself a little bit more and trust yourself a little bit more. I can promise that you'll feel better and you'll sleep better. So why don't you give it a try? Honestly, if you even checked out one that maybe alcohol makes you have regrets or loss of control or neglected responsibilities or a little bit of something in your physical health and your relationship strained a little bit or you're hiding or you're drinking alone or your tolerance has increased or you're, you've lost interest in your hobbies or you failed to cut down, any one of those would be reason enough to stop and take a look. So I'm not asking you to stop and take a look by yourself. That is not even suggested at all. I'm asking you to come with me and let me show you the way. Okay, I will show you the exact steps that I took to get sober and to stay sober so that you can do the same thing. And you can do it in a super fun, super cool environment of women who are right alongside you for the same exact reasons. Okay, so sign up at vibewithstephanie.com. You can pick the group coaching or you can pick the free coaching. Either one is fine by me. You're going to get so much value from either one that you choose. Now, I would really like to meditate you. In case this list wasn't very clear, I want to be able to help you visualize and meditate. And I know they're very popular. So I wanted to throw this in here because I know it's helping women and maybe it'll help you. If you're driving, save this for later. If you're in the bathtub, save this for later. I'm going to try to play music again this time. If it plays, yay. If it doesn't, I don't know what to say. I am not that tech savvy. So I'm trying. Here we go. Concerned about leads falling through the cracks? Zapier's easy automation All right. Please find a quiet and comfortable space to sit or lie down and close your eyes gently and take a deep breath in through your nose, feeling your chest and your abdomen rise. Exhale slowly through your mouth, releasing any tension. And let's start this meditation and find out whether it's time for you to take a break from drinking. Take another deep breath in and a deep breath out through your mouth and imagine yourself in a serene, natural setting. You could picture a peaceful garden or a tranquil beach.
Visualize the beauty around you. The colors, the textures, and all the sounds of nature. As you breathe in, imagine inhaling clarity and calmness. And as you exhale, release any doubts or concerns that may be clouding your thoughts. Now bring your focus to your heart center and feel the warmth and energy radiating from this place. With each breath, allow this energy to expand, filling your entire body with a sense of self-awareness and self-compassion. Now let's take a moment and reflect on your relationship with alcohol. Without any judgment, become aware of the role it plays in your life. Become aware of the role that it plays in your life. Is it enhancing your well-being? Or do you sense it may be causing some imbalance? As you continue to breathe, imagine a calendar in your mind and see the next 31 days laid out before you. Picture yourself moving through this period without alcohol and imagine the benefits that it might bring to your physical and emotional well-being. Let your mind wander to all the activities that you could engage in during this alcohol-free month. And think about the opportunities for self-care, growth, clarity, and being present that may arise. As you breathe in and out, give yourself permission to fully explore this idea. Picture yourself. What are you wearing? Where are you? How is it feeling to be free of alcohol? 
How much peace do you have? Imagine yourself smiling. Feel the freedom and empowerment that comes with this choice to take a break from this one thing holding you back. Take a few more moments and sit in this reflection. Put your hand on your heart and listen to your inner wisdom. What does your heart and intuition tell you about taking a break from alcohol? Softly turn up the corners of your mouth and smile. And when you're ready, you can slowly bring your awareness back to this present moment. And you can open your eyes feeling refreshed. And hopefully a newfound sense of clarity about your path forward. Always trust your intuition and wisdom within you to make the best decision for yourself and for your well-being. Thank you for joining me in this amazing Glow Big Sober podcast episode. And I hope to see you inside Sober October. Just go to vibewithstephanie.com. Did you know there is one missing piece to you finally getting sober once and for all? That missing piece is mindset. That's the thing that's going to help you transform your life from the inside out. I am so thrilled to invite you to my free mindset masterclass where we dive into proven strategies to shift that mindset and really create a life filled with purpose, abundance, and joy. If you're tired of feeling stuck in those limiting beliefs and ready for a mindset of growth and possibility, then this masterclass is for you. If you're ready to rewrite your story and step into the best version of yourself, this masterclass is for you. Join me at vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass. Your mindset is the key to unlocking the life of your dreams. I can't wait to see you inside. Just go to vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass.